Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Whoa. Welcome to the Daily Podcast. My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting right over there making weird, intense eye contact. Yeah, showing off my whale tail. (laughs) What? Yeah, I'll let you Google that later. No, I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you have that? It's just more comfortable. Laundry day? I don't want panty lines. Oh, my God. Anyway, do you like stories about snakes? Uh, Maybe. Unless it's one of those stories of, like, the snake that someone owns laid beside them at night to size them up to see if they could eat them. Yeah. Although a lot of people, that's a myth, man. That's a myth. Well. Myth or not, I hate that What other method of measurement does a snake have? It's not like it can pull out a measuring tape. <laughs> it's got no hands. Uh, I just, the, the story I read just before I came in here, it's about this guy, he was trying to sneak into, not sneak, he was coming across the border, and three cheers for border agents because they must find some absolutely horrific things that you can't unsee. So oh, God, yeah. This guy was coming into the U.S. from Mexico down near San Diego, and they found 52 live snakes and lizards in his clothing that he was wearing. <sighs> Not in a suitcase. Nope. He had snakes in his crotch. <laughs> he had snakes and lizards in his armpits. God, that's upsetting. It is. I can't imagine. Like, were they coiled around him like, uh, like, a, like, a, like rope? a belt? Like a belt? Or were they in, like... Pouches on the inside of his pants. It said he had snakes in his crotch. That is upsetting. And if you were a person buying a snake from a breeder, would you want to buy a crotch snake? Like a snake that had been in somebody else's crotch? I don't think so. Yeah, you almost need, um, like when you buy a car, a used car, you can see if it's been in a collision before or whatever. Yes. If yeah. you want to be like, huh, has this snake been in someone's crotch as they came from Tijuana to San Diego. If so, I don't want it because I plan on wearing it around my neck when I go downtown on sunny summer afternoons. That's a sign that things are not going your way when you have to resort to putting a few dozen snakes in. Did you say scorpions? No, uh, it just says snakes and lizards. Oh, lizards. Yeah. Uh, putting those underneath your shirt and down your pants. Yeah. That's, uh, you lost, you, maybe they lost a bet. Uh, and I just listened to an episode of uh, Dateline, and they did a they did one called Venom, and it was the story of a guy, a snake breeder, who apparently was world renowned. This guy, and I can't remember his name. Last name's Rennick. So if you're into snakes, Ben Rennick was his name. Apparently, he was a go-to guy, and he was putting together some fancy snakes that nobody had ever seen before, like crossbreeding them. And he'd made quite a name for himself until he was murdered to death one day in his snake farm, the facility. He had thousands of snakes, thousands of them. 
and somebody came in. There he is, dead on the floor. And immediately the investigators were like, well, that was clearly the work of his 600-pound anaconda. Oh. 600 pounds. Ooh. So they blamed it on the snake. But the guy had like eight bullets in him. Again, <laughs> I don't know if a snake can fire a gun, but they just sort of ignored that part. I won't tell you how it ends up working out. But it's like I couldn't stop listening to this, and I'm terrified of snakes. I can't stand them. I can't look at pictures of them. I can't – if I know there's a snake in a building I'm in, whether it's a pet store or whatever, I can't, I can't get out of there fast enough. It makes me crazy. I don't think I would do the move where I would hop on a chair or whatever and scream. But oh, God. I definitely don't enjoy it. Snakes and spiders, Yeah, they can get lost forever. I think the world would be better off. Yeah, at least I'm not afraid of spiders, and I've said this before, is where we live, it's very, the chances are very, very slim. I'm going to come around a corner and a snake's going to be walking by, whereas a spider, it, I see them all the time. I don't enjoy them, but I don't yell, eek a spider and jump up on a chair, like you were saying. If I see a spider, I'm not going to be like, oh, how'd you get in here, Mr. Spider, and release him to yeah, the Yeah, put outdoors. him on a little piece of paper <laughs> and take him outside. No, he meets the business end of my Nike shoes. Ooh. <laughs> Gross. Crotch snake. Uh, well, that's going to do it for snake chat. Are we going to talk about international podcast numbers or not? Oh, yeah. Um, so, obviously, everyone who listens to the podcast, thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate that. I, we have this system where I can see where they're downloaded. I can't see individually who's downloading them. Yeah, we that can't see your me. we can't see your house or what you're wearing. But I, you've got it open right now. It's a map of the world, and it shows where people are listening. Yeah, and there's people all over the world listening, and you know, everywhere from Brazil to Australia. Where's down here? Looks South like America. Somewhere. South America or Central America somewhere. Ooh, there's one right in the middle of the ocean. That can't be going well for you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that one. Well, they're, they're, they're adrift on a ghost ship, but they've got internet. <laughs> they're in the middle of the ocean. Oh. Uh, but we're looking at Europe, and I feel like um, Europe, we need to improve. We could do better. Like, I'm looking at Oslo, Norway, two downloads. That's it? That's it. What's going on, Norway? What's going on, Oslo? You're a beautiful city. Please spread the word. Yeah, we've been singing your praises. Norway is always at the top of the list when it comes to, like, happiness and all these oh, things. Oh, yeah, productivity. And- so we sing your praises, wondering what's going on in Norway that they're doing it so right. Maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's not listening to us, and that's why they're doing so well. So, yeah, we got to beef up those Norway numbers. There was another country, too. What did we? Uh, England. England, we could do better. We could do way better in England. One download. Two downloads oh. in London. Okay. I assume it's the Queen. Oh, my God. It must be. Yeah. Who else would it be? Well, she was sick for a while. She was probably just laying around listening to podcasts. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah. One download in Madrid. We need to get our Spain numbers up. Yeah. Those emb- those numbers are embarrassing over there, actually. Those are rookie numbers. I'm, yeah. I keep looking at it. Look at this one rain in the ocean. Six downloads in the middle of the ocean. Who is that? Like, it- can you zoom? Is there an island out there or something? Like, I don't know what's going on here. It's off of the east coast of Florida. Florida, Alabama, like way out there. Yeah. It's north of Cuba. Like it's not any of the Caribbean islands. Hmm. Anyway, we, we got to get Titanic those Titanic sink? It might, be, it might be around the Titanic. Ti- oh, Titanic uh, sank north of there, Bryce. Oh. Yeah, way north of there. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening wherever you are. If you could tell a friend, that would be fantastic. Yeah. That would be very nice. Bryce, I felt alone. I felt invisible. 
I felt like nobody would understand. You were like a 14-year-old girl in junior high. Yeah, except for quite often a 14-year-old girl in junior high wants to disappear. She doesn't want to be noticed. I did want to be noticed. I wanted to meet my community. And that community is people who enjoy cold leftovers for breakfast. And boy, howdy, is there a community for that? I didn't think anybody else did that. I thought I was the only one. On a Saturday morning, you get up. Oh, what's that? There's a leftover burger in the fridge, and you make yourself a cold hamburger for breakfast. It's the best. (laughs) There is something rewarding about finding that community of like-minded folk. Yeah, that you didn't even know existed. Yeah, now you can start, you can maybe start a business behind this idea. Mm, Yes, like a leftovers restaurant. Mm. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody texted and said, I'm sorry if it wasn't you that was talking about this, but I heard someone on the radio yesterday talking about eating cold leftovers for breakfast, and I cheered out loud in my car. I do that too, and I get shamed by my husband for it. Lasagna, spaghetti, a cold hamburger, the best. Jennifer. Well, Jennifer, that was me. And you and I need to start a club. Cold leftovers for breakfast. It'll be just you and me in that club, though. Nobody else. Because everybody else makes that face when you say, no, I'll just have a cold burger for breakfast. It is great. Like, even if you do the whole bun and everything else like that and it's cold inside, what's the difference between that and, I don't know, say a roast beef sandwich? You don't heat up a roast beef sandwich, do you? Or maybe you do. And it goes back again, I think, to my idea of a chain of restaurants just called leftovers. And that's all you serve. Just random leftovers. And you might get spaghetti and mashed potatoes. Who knows? But I think that we would have some solid... Because everybody enjoys leftovers. Maybe not cold. But I think a restaurant called leftovers could survive. Uh, Jennifer, thank you for... um, I validated you and you validated me. And I appreciate that. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody, I love the fact, too, where did that text go? We're swimming in texts. Oh, this person, I read this a few minutes ago, but he just said, I'm sorry if it wasn't you that was talking about it, but I heard someone on the radio talking about eating cold leftovers for breakfast, and I cheered out loud in my car. It was from Jennifer, who also agrees with me, cold leftovers might be the best leftovers. And... I said, well, Jennifer, we're going to have to start a club and it'll just be me and you in that club. Again, we could probably rent out a domo at night when they're closed and we can have our meetings in a domo because we won't need a lot of space. But then all of a sudden, look at all the texts coming in. Uh, Colin says, cold Chinese food for breakfast. Yummers. Well, Colin, I could have done without the yummers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you had me until the end. Yeah. No, I agree. That's great. And even the gross vegetables that, like, when you get together with a group of people and there's always the one person, I want a veggie dish, and they're the only person who eats it. Even those weird cold vegetables with the broccoli and everything, the next day, fantastic. I don't know the science behind it, but it just improves Mm -hmm. as the temperature for it gets lowered. Uh, Another Jennifer says cold chicken wing leftovers. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Those are a fine chicken wing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unless you're just eating it with the fridge door still open. You're just standing Why there would like you a even close the door? You're just standing in the fridge just eating their ch- cold chicken wings. House coat wide open. <laughs> uh, Aaron, 
I am totally in the cold leftover breakfast club. This is my absolute favorite. Everyone in my family and friends makes fun of me and makes the icky face about it. Hey, speaking my language, Aaron. I think your idea of a, a restaurant that just serves leftovers is rock solid. But I think what you could do to double your business is you have one of those, you know, in the 80s, every sitcom had an episode where they divide the room in two with a piece of tape. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do that in the restaurant where you have a cold leftover side and a warm leftover side. The menu's the same, but on the warm side, you just throw it in a microwave for 30 seconds. And on the cold leftover side, you get a 10% discount on your meal because I didn't have to heat it up. There you go. Look at this idea is coming together. I would go to a restaurant called Leftovers. Cold KFC? Oh Absolutely. my God, yes. Uh, pizza keeps coming in. I love cold leftovers for breakfast. Pizza in the morning feels like a reward. It sure does. Cold doner. I don't know if I've had a cold doner before because I've never a doner has never lasted more than ten minutes in my hands. I've yeah. I've never been in a position. I don't know if I've ever had. Um, I don't want to make it sound like I just go out on wild benders all the time. I don't. But that's usually that's typically doner time for your pal Garn. Two a.m. Two a.m. doners and like how am I going to get that thing home now? It's all going in my belly or a trash can. <laughs> I'm not taking it in my Uber. Can you imagine a doner in the backseat of an Uber? I don't think I've ever not finished a doner. Yeah. Yeah, someone said a similar thing. Uh, people actually have leftover chicken wings to eat for breakfast. How do you do that? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it is rare, but when you do have it, it is a treat. God, I feel like we may have finally, like we're three hours into the show today and it's been kind of fighty. It's been kind of mean. It's been kind of negative and... But I finally feel like maybe we found some common ground here. Yeah, who would have thought it would come in the form of leftovers? Yeah. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! Uh, I got to work this morning. I'm stressed out about stuff going on in my life. And, and then to talk about cold leftovers for breakfast on the radio... And have you chime in the way you did? I feel completely validated. I feel like I've been seen. I feel like I've been heard. I suddenly don't feel so alone in my passion for cold leftovers for breakfast. Somebody, oh, this is from Dallas. Nothing like a hearty cold lasagna or cold spaghetti in the early morn. Totally worth the judgmental glances from the wife. Uh, I hear what you're saying, Dallas. Oh, Stu. Hey, good to hear from you, Stu. Stu listens regularly up there on Canada's rooftop in Yellowknife. No, Canada's Toque. Isn't that what we... Yeah, Canada's Toque, Yellowknife. Stu says, late to the party, but did anyone say KFC? Way better cold. Yes. Stu, it is a KFC right out of the fridge first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Lee says, I totally want to be in this club. Cold leftovers are the absolute best. I even love leftover salad. The dressing seeps into the lettuce, and it's so good. That's the one, when you're eating leftover salad out of the fridge that's already got dressing on it, that's when you get the weird glances. But congratulations, Lee. Uh, yeah, you can be a member of our club, the Cold Leftover Club. We're going to have to get a bigger clubhouse, totally. Probably get jackets. A mission statement. I don't know. Somebody wants to write a mission statement. Feel free. Go ahead. Uh, Jenny. I'm all for cold leftovers, but I'm. But am I the only one who likes lukewarm leftovers? 
pop the spaghetti in the microwave for 15 to 20 seconds, mix it up, perfection. Jenny, I like the fact that you put some effort into it. Not a whole lot of effort, but you're putting some effort into it. Here's another one. My husband was literally just eating leftover spaghetti from our son's lunch bag this morning. Nice. I like the way, I like his style. He's a man of sophisticated tastes. I can tell. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Uh, we're talking a lot about food on the show again today. Of course, the March Madness Breakfast is underway at Sonic1029.com. But we, uh, God, this feels good. I had no idea, Bryce, that you were a cold leftover guy. I'm not. Pizza, I like a little bit warmed up. My spaghetti, I like warmed up a bit. But cold Chinese. Cold Chinese, cold KFC. Oh, holy cow. You and I need to be, you know, we need to talk more because I thought I was alone. And now this morning, I'm fine. Look at all these texts coming in from people who are like, oh my God, finally somebody who hears me. Cold leftovers. The number one, I think, is KFC. That has come in many times. I don't know what it is, what happens over time, overnight in a fridge, but mm-hmm. oh, it changes. If I'm ordering Chinese food at home with my beautiful bride and my gifted children, uh, there'll always be weird vegetable dishes that they want. Like, I'm not taking up valuable space on my plate to put vegetables there. But the next morning, I pull that vegetable dish out of the fridge, the cold with the broccoli in it. Oh, Fantastic. My Chinese food order has not changed in my entire life. Wow. And so I know what I'm getting. I know exactly what my sweet and sour pork is going to be like the next day. And I almost look forward. I almost can't sleep like an eight-year-old who's about to go to Disneyland. (laughs) I can't sleep knowing that it's in my fridge. If you were sitting here right now and you knew you had some cold lingnan in your fridge, I would probably hear an engine revving revving and tire squealing. Oh, yeah. There'd be a plume of smoke in the shape of my body as I flee. Sean from Beaumont says, good morning, Garner and Bryce. Mmm, cold meatloaf. I could go mm. for some right now. Have a great day. Cold meatloaf is a fine, fine meatloaf. Why does meatloaf have the wrap that it has? Everyone always makes jokes. I know. It's a fine dish. And leftover? Yeah, I'll eat yeah. that. Uh, my husband loves cold leftover Indian food, which he has converted me to also enjoy. Ooh, there some you go. Cold curry. Uh, and then Jeff. Okay, this is the smartest thing I've read today. I, had to, I wanted to wait and read this so that I could get this person's first name, but it's Jeff. They say, it's all about the coagulation. Cold food just holds together better. And I love the coagulation of fat and grease on the roof of my mouth. Did we just find a name for our leftover restaurant? Coagulation. <laughs> the coagulation station. Ooh, there. That's what we call the buffet. So the restaurant itself is just called Coagulation, and it only serves leftovers, but the buffet, the Coagulation Station. I think our work here is done. And then you can have the Coagulation Station wagon, which is the... F- oh, my God, the food truck <laughs> the version. Food truck version. <laughs> Where we take the cold meatloaf to the masses at street festivals, Horlack Park in the summertime. Because what child <laughs> on a hot summer day isn't going to want to enjoy a cold slice of meatloaf? I don't know the logistics behind allowing KFC to let us sell their food day, a day oh. later. <laughs> But I'm sure they'd be into it. Oh, my God. I just We could keep going on this all day, I think. We're going to need a bigger clubhouse. I honestly thought we'd be meeting in a, an abandoned domo. This one, it's Rob. In the winter, I leave fresh KFC. I leave the bucket outside for 30 to 45 <laughs> minutes before even digging in. God, Rob, I like the way you operate. 
Oh, that is good. I, I mean, that's more willpower than I have. I can't wait 30 minutes, but no. good for you. No. You've been listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Stream them live weekday mornings on Sonic1029 through the Radio Player Canada app. Is this a dream job? It, you wouldn't want to do it full time, but it might be fun for an afternoon. We got this text the afternoon or the other day, and I keep forgetting to tell you about it. It just said, hey, you, you know about secret shoppers. About 15 years ago, I got to spend a day as a secret shoplifter at a Canadian Tire. What? The owner wanted an example of what employees were letting out the door. I walked out with $5,000 worth of stuff over a few hours. What? And I had to write back and I'm like, well, what was the most ridiculous thing you were able to get out of there? And uh, they said it was a tie between a four-ton car jack and a paintball gun kit that was locked up behind a counter. So nice effort. Good hustle. Wow. A plus for getting something behind the counter. Yeah. That's amazing. So you're being paid to rob a store. Yes, exactly. And when somebody pulls you over and go, hey, hey, did you just put a pool noodle down your pants? Did you just put a frying pan (laughs) down your pants? You'd be like, yeah, you flash your little badge. You get out of jail free card. Yeah, this was a test. You passed, friend. man. You know what would be the perk of that job would be that you get to keep whatever you steal? Oh, yeah. I wonder, did... Uh, if you're still out there, because I know this text came in like three days ago. Did you get to keep the four-ton carjack? Man, oh man, because then I'd go steal a lawnmower, put that down my pants. A riding lawnmower. Yeah. And ride out of the store on your riding mower, uh, wearing probably, like, they sell a beekeeper suit there, don't they? Wearing a beekeeper suit full of frying pans. There you go. Holy cow. What a crazy job. That would be fun. That's wild. I don't know if I'd want to do it full time. Someone just texted and said, I worked at Canadian Tire in St. Albert and two guys shoplifted a canoe. That's impressive. Uh, at what point do you just say, you know what, you earned this one? Yeah, bravo. Like, congratulations. Most people steal chips. Enjoy the lake. Someone might steal a hammer. You stole a canoe. You keep it. <laughs> you earned it. If you just do it boldly enough, I guess nobody asks any questions. Well, you see people portaging a canoe. You just mm-hmm. get out of the way. Yep. You don't ask questions. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.